Hey, Ho Nation. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for the Hotels episode. If you're unfamiliar with this podcast, if it's your first time listening, this is our sexually explicit episode, which means there is no censor and no filter. Listeners underneath the age of 18 should not be listening to this episode. If you don't mind listening to some sexually explicit shit, this is the episode for you. If not, I completely understand, and we'll see you next week for a regular episode. But if this is your cup of tea, let's start the show. Hello, whoa, 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 whoa. Thank you, first of all, for being here and streaming the show. What you guys may have not known is due to COVID-19, Marlon and I have been practicing social distancing, and we've been using Skype to record our episodes for the past couple at this point. Um, This episode in particular, due to connection, it might not be the best in certain areas when it comes to audio. We apologize for that, and bear with me, okay, as I begin to really learn how to work and navigate Skype and how to edit it properly. We're going to fix it for next episode, but let's get into this show. We started on a swallow. I mean, it sets the tone for why we're here. It really does. You know, it really does. Some some girls are spitters, and then some girls are swallowers. Well, spitters are quitters. <laughs> and then there's that. <laughs> and the Bible does say it's better to complete a thing. Rondevo Shakai. And we honor God on That's this it. most holy. Yes. Yeah. It's a nay. <laughs> <laughs> but not for me. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and those that do not identify with the gender, it is that time for a special rendition of a show where we scold you guys. Mm-hmm. But it's time to get sexual. Right? It's time for the hotel. What? It's, it's time, time for the hotel. It's time for the hotel. This is Come on, Daphne. <laughs> I promise y'all, y'all would good. get your lies if I put this on Patreon. Oh, my Anywhere. God. Um, I am your host, Lonnie. And to, but today, I'll be going by... Um, your trusty, reliable dildo. <laughs> Not your trusty, reliable dildo. Oh, gosh. And I am Marlon, your favorite porn star that's actually on the back of a VHS tape. I actually <sighs> have a molding of, of the cooch. It's available for purchase. <laughs> this has been amazing, guys. I'm out. <laughs> um, normally, I would, intro- I would let guests introduce themselves, but we have a returning guest. We basically have... This would be just someone that is comfortable here raising you hoes. That's right. He has an open invitation to be on the show at all times if you want Listen, to motherfucking VIP of who raised you hoes. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, welcome. Nori! Who do you think I am? <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome um, back, boo. 
My name is Noibi Love or whatever. Follow me. That's my handle on everything. And um, today I will be going by Senior Pocket Pussy. Yes, Senior Pocket Pocket Pussy. Pussy. I like it. it. I've never had a pocket pussy. I think I want to try one one day. One day. But you know, I'm not the masturbating type, so it might not work out too well. They did tell me to be fucking them down. (laughs) Bless it. Bless it. Bless it. So y'all know how we do this on the hotels. Um, so this um, hotels is actually going to be a series that Nori has came up with for us. So you all will be hearing a lot more from him as we do this series moving yes. forward. And yes. um, you know we're gonna classify this as the whole shit series. I'm doing some whole shit, y'all. Whole shit, and then each hotel's episode is going to be a different type of hoe that we will be discussing. Yes. All right. So before we get into that, y'all know I got to do my icebreaker because that's how we get down around these parts. Yes. Always do a nice one for the hotels, gentlemen. Your hotel's icebreaker for today. If you had to describe your sexual prowess as a sex toy, Ugh. what would it be? And why? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, as a sex toy. That's right. If your sex game was a sex toy, what would it be, and why? You know mm-hmm. what? I'm gonna go with a prostate stimulator because. All right. I'm not too much. I'm not too little. But I'm just enough to press that button to take you there. I'm press just that blue enough. button. That's right. It's called, it's called husband dick. It's that, called wifely booty cat. That's right. right. Um, I'm just enough. Whatever you need, I got it. I'm every homo. It's all for me. I can't. Um, <laughs> but it was done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, if I had to describe it, it would have to be. I don't know why I would want to call my boot cat or describe anything close to it. I would call it a bullet. Come on, bullet. Why bullet? Because the best nuts come from within. Ooh! <laughs> I feel like yours should have been that tongue pop you did at the beginning, and it should have been self-explanatory. <laughs> the life, just like that, the just life like that. that I received from that pop of the tongue. That's right, marvelous, stupendous, snackably delicious. I'm here. Hello. If I pop this puss, you know what? Before you sit back, that's it. That's it. That's it, and that's all. Oh, yes. If I had to be, if my sex game was described as a sex toy, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would have to be vibrating anal beads. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Look, we both gagged. Oh, wow. Yeah. Vibrating anal beads. That's right. Okay, that's and why? 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 You know, because I'm a grower, not a shower, and we start off slow. We start off small, uh, but we break you off uh, once we get to the base, and the vibrations will leave you shaking anyway. Because I'm always rocking it to the waterfalls. That's how I do. Come it. on, rock it to the waterfalls. That's right. 
My shit's so good. Mm-hmm. You're right. You know, mm-hmm. right. Uh-uh. When you get older, you gotta sing that. You gotta sing that with some with some power with the Holy Ghost. You gotta That's do. it. If My shit's so good. <laughs> you can touch it, Jesus. Yeah, it's all apostolic vibrato. I love mm-hmm. that. Okay. Thank you. I've been working on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So. In our first installment of the whole shit series, we are going to be talking about social whole shit. Ooh, okay. What's whole social whole shit? Talk about social it. Social whole shit can like span across lots of different things. Social media whole shit. Mm. Social social whole shit. Mm. Friend circles, things of that nature. App whole shit. We're talking about it all today. So let's kick it off with our first question. Has there ever been a time that you did whole shit in your social circle? Tell us about it. What happened? Social shit. Social whole shit in your, in your social circle. Yeah. This, this got really messy. And yeah. I was talking about you see social how media. Real quick? We jumping hey. in. Fuck that. Y'all you see how messy this shit got real quick? Right. <laughs> I, I just got quiet. Yeah, I was like, wrong. I want to do this. Right. Um, well, I would say for me, um, without naming names, <laughs> try on. not to name names. Um, we're gonna try. Um, it uh, it's a, a mutual friend, like in our friend circle or whatever. Cool guy. Um, he was interested in me in the past, but I just didn't quite see him in that light. Mm-hmm. Um, but once we grew into a platonic friendship, like everything kind of it worked like he meshed well with our group of friends. I meshed well with him. It is what it is. Um, one day I went over to our little hangout spot mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I was kind of under the influence of the edible, you know, let's get lifted. Mm-hmm. Um, in the words of John Legend. And, yes, um, Sorry. I got, I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. I, I, I'm here for it. Um, but long story short, I left, um, and my good sis caught me on a good day. And when I left, he was like, you know, can I come over and suck on them titties? And I was Ooh. like, I was like, no, because holiness is still right. <laughs> but I also went home, took a shower, and did like six push-ups. So they lifted a little. Right. Um and yeah, um, he came over. We, it was no penetration. It was just a hot and heavy foreplay session, and it was fucking amazing. Um, yeah. But it was kind of one of those things, like you know how when something is good, you can't have it more than once. It's so good because I was like, if I if we do this again, it's gonna mess up the dynamic within our um, little friend group or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, no, I don't want to do this again. But I might have thought about it a couple times while touching myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't want anybody else. When I think about you, I touch myself. Yes, bitch. A lot of y'all don't know nothing about that. But that's all right. Bitch, you know what? I, I'm not I'm dying. I ain't. Not I, I'm not. I'm not. 
Tanitha, what you got? Oh, God. Come I on. never tell this story. Yes, that's what we like. Oh, we got exclusive. We need them little sounds like Vicky Minaj got on her radio show. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so... Picture it, Sicily, 1942. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was fresh out of a situation, and it was someone that I was introduced to while we were together. Okay. And it was no knowledge to this person that my ex and I were no longer together. Hmm. So... This person all of a sudden started becoming like started communicating with me way more. Mm-hmm. Um, and one night in particular, we did we had relations. Oh, oh relations! And I felt, and the funny part was, I felt guilty about it. Why did you feel guilty though? Because that person also had relations with my ex. Oh, but. In the same sense, I had already, I had committed to it. It it wasn't grand, I'll say that, but mm-hmm. would it happen again now? Mm-mm. So it wasn't even worth it. It wasn't worth it. Damn. Damn. That's the worst. That's why I said I never told the story because I'm like, it, I don't know. <laughs> Listen, you found out when it, it didn't happen once, didn't happen folder. That bitch just wasn't right. Look, look, look. Nori would get this this gesture real quick. <laughs> Close it. Close it out. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Put her in a zip file. <laughs> Dump her in the trash. <laughs> <I'm>, Mama <laughs> done, child. Mama done. Right Mark. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I got quite a few, but I'm not going to put all my business out there because some bitches' feelings might be hurt. Come on, Jack Daniels. Um... <laughs> Not shame me. <laughs> no. um, this one particular time, this was who shit mid two thousands. I met this new group of friends mm-hmm. um, through one of my dearest friends. Mm-hmm. He's no longer with us. Let's let the let the spirit. So we decided that we were gonna have like a little game night or whatever. Have some drinks, a little fried chicken. Y'all know how we do. Fried chicken. And we went over um, the buddy's house, whatever. And there were about five of us. But there was this one little chocolate guy that was real cute. We love chocolate. You know, it's always chocolate. the chocolate for me. Yeah, yeah, chocolate thick. Um, you know, giving me very uh, model on the cover of the Duke box. In Walgreens or whatever, gave me the okay. girl, you know, a little genuine or whatnot. You know, this was mid two thousands. He was into wearing the color contacts. I don't feel that right now, but it was whatever back then. So we all kicking it, having a good time or whatever. He just been eyeballing me like the entire time, and he wanted to see what that. He wanted to show your booty. He wanted to, you know, know what to do or whatever, and. The friends that I knew, because I didn't know him until that night, they were, like, trying to fight him off of me. It was like, don't be trying to touch our friend or whatever. We know you want some whole shit. We walked down. Needless to say, I got his number anyway. Um, (laughs) And I don't think we got together until, like, 
a couple of weeks later, but that sparked about a for three to four year long um, random host sessions with him because he was a bit of a head doctor. Oh, so he was, oh, so he became, he became yeah, one of he, your friends with benefits. Yeah, he used uh, to slurp a nigga up um, all the time. Expeditiously at this point, apparently. It was great. It was wonderful. Until. Don't know. Until. Now, we never really talked about sexual preferences, anything like that. I wasn't coming up off no ass like that back then. Uh, you had to be a special kind of motherfucker to get some of this ass. You had, special. Clink, you had a clink clink dick. Yeah, I was just like, mm, no. No jerking springs. Because I was just like, most of you motherfuckers don't deserve no way. Mm-hmm. And number two, if you're going to get in there, I'm going to need you to not waste my time. Because when I give up the ass, I want the dick the way I want it. And I want it a lot. So if you're going to get back there, if you're not fucking it right, I'm going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be ultra mad because you, can get all of your you ain't shit. doing it right, and I'm not giving it out like that. You can get all your shit and get the fuck out. And get the fuck right out. Now. But anyway, um, so this one particular night... Mm-hmm. He took me back to his crib or whatever. Mm. I guess he wanted some cat. So I'm like, okay. I guess, like, you've been slobbing on this now for a long time now, and you never disappoint. So I guess I can give you a little Scooby snack. We can do that. That's fine. Come on, Scooby mm-hmm. snack. So we did the deal. It was not worth it. Oh. <laughs> I was very upset. And that was that. Fast forward a couple of years later, I was sitting with my friend <laughs> that started all of this where I met this group of people and one of the guys that was in the group. So he brings this bomb back and because Odoo came up in conversation and he said, well, I got some tea about that because he told us something about something that happened between the two of you that was kind of strange. And I'm like, well, what did he say? Do y'all motherfuckers know that this motherfucker had the nerve to say that I painted him? <laughs> I'm sorry for what? I was an honors art student in high school, but we don't do those types of things anymore, sweetie. You know the fuck what? You gotta go. I'm just saying. <laughs> First of all, you will never tell the girls that I work with acrylics and watercolors on your shit because it's not that. Second of all, your strong game was weak anyway, so you wasn't even reaching that kind of plateau to make any of those things happen. So, so. (laughs) And the sad part about it is, is that there's a friend request in my Facebook right now from him. Like, he always trying to find me. Always. But you painted him, sis. But but I painted you? But you painted him, sis. But you looking for me, so you're in the scat. Got it. Okay. I mean, you? I don't understand that you can do shit like that. I, I feel like you should tell us his name so we can jump him. How about this? I don't even remember his name. Ooh. Oh. Um, like he said, we could always organize and um and facilitate physical harm. I got some harm. Okay. Just, just say the, the word. Day, if, the the cat was so, if the cat was so shitty, why you wanted to be? 
Why are you still after it? Sir, my cat. No answers. My cat has not been your business in how many years? But you, but you know the gays. The gays love trying to create a a storyline like they're on somebody's housewives. And the promo, you're not gonna get. That's it. Not gonna get it. You won't be in next season. You over here holding your fucking. You're a a friend of the cast, sir. Thanks. Bye bye. You don't even get a check. Barely even that. You just show up on the group trip. <laughs> oh, and that's, that's the only time. Because me and my girls already organized how to fuck you up. You get cussed out by a member of the regular cast, and then we never see you again. And you exactly. gotta go. And that's it. Period. You don't even get a cameo on the reunion. <laughs> that's when Mary had a little laugh. Period. That's All right, let's move on. Uh, hmm. Next question. Mm hmm. Come on with these questions there. Tell me about how social media has changed the dynamic of whole activities. Mm. Y'all know we can walk. Um, well, I will start. Please mm-hmm. do. As far as whole activities are, are concerned, um, I feel like it just makes it more accessible. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. It makes it more accessible. And I love the fact, like, we used to, well, not used to, some of the gays still down apps like Jack and things of that nature, but... You won't um, shame me. <laughs> I'm just like, well, we do the same thing on Instagram and Facebook. We're always talking about people in our DMs and blah, 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 and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. What is the difference between doing that on Facebook and Jack? What is, what is the difference between doing that on Twitter and Jack? Except on Jack... You know exactly what you're there for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the preconceived notion is correct. Right. <laughs> exactly. The, I'm here for the peen and the cat, and that's, that's it. it. <laughs> but um, more or less, it, it makes it more accessible. And I would say for me, it helped me acknowledge um, some of these people as people. Right. Um, so right. It, it, it's easy to go someone when you, you, you don't have to look at them post their grandchildren on Facebook. Because nope. y'all know I Y'all know I like daddy. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, I like my season two. Hello. I mean, just a little salt and pepper on the temple for me. Mm, um, okay. But it's it's hard to to be so passive. So um, I think, if anything, the dynamic is kind of, it can be weird because I get to acknowledge you as a person and not just a hole or a dick. But having a hookup with someone that you've, you literally have access to their personal life Right. Um, it makes things a little different. Um, but I will say social media has worked out quite well in my favor in mm-hmm. regards to my hotels. And um, <laughs> shout out to Uninhibited <laughs> Libra. <laughs> and I'm going to leave it there. Yeah, because I follow that person. Which I think we all follow that person. Which leads me to how I feel about this question because I feel like it has changed a lot. It has made whole activities way more accessible because you find that you can easily move in social groups on social media and get your home real fucking quick. Like, like that. Like... <laughs> But here's the thing about hoeing and hoe groups. I mean, in friend groups, it's 
you worry about the conversation that's being had is like what is like what's being said like because you have to remember you're just someone that just so happened to know at least one of the people in there. You don't mm-hmm. know everyone. Right. So let's say you decide to hoe with one of them. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is they say? Like, it brings about that insecurity mm-hmm. of what the fuck is these things saying. I mean, but my thing is, if you're going to hoe in a social group like that, bitch, you already know what's up. Who gives a fuck? True. But, they, <laughs> but we are also talking about black gay men here. I mean, well, at, at, the, at the end of the day, for me, what you think of me is none of my business. That's one. And that's one period. Secondly, I guarantee you in most instances, the people that have the most to say about your whole activities are the ones that want to be in the number. It's it's exactly. They want to be in the number. And at at the end of the day, I I just get so tired of pretending that we are sexual beings and we are out here living our lives and we don't have sex lives. And so I get my cat licked and I enjoy it. And I do it quite the fuck often. And Trina raised me about <laughs> five or six best friends. Fuck what you heard. Listen, y'all not gonna beat me. You're not gonna fight me because my pussy good. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna fight me because your friends lining up? Are you upset? Are you upset that th- that this cat has a grit on it? Listen, are you mad about it? It Is was the squeeze for me. For putting you bitches on. You know, I don't have. <laughs> I don't have to, I don't have to make it clap like a bed spring for you to understand that he coming back, okay? You're not, but he will. Not the old school bed springs. Listen. Okay, if he make this he makes me pop this pussy, guess what? He's coming to fuck back. That's just on that. Listen. And I just think it's I just I think that it's really interesting how the degrees of separation gets so small on social media. Cause like I ain't even gonna front. I have added a lot of motherfuckers just because they look good. You know, we all have. I think we all did. And I, and I think that Pretty a lot of people are not thing. like they're not admitting that. Like everybody want to make it seem like it's so deep. No, bitch, you have added quite a few niggas because they look good, and you want to know what's up. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even say quite a few. I would, I would be honest and say that, especially on Twitter and Instagram, yes. visual sites. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, I would say ninety percent of the people that I've added has been solely based on how they look. Right. And then when they do something stupid, I block them <laughs> and be done. And that's it. And just call it a day. Because you know, I have to disrupt my keys. That's just how that's gonna work. Listen, and I just think before social media, we were in a space where I don't know about y'all, but like I, I, my friend circles grew because I would meet people within my circles already. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like certain people that I would hang out with, even though my own circle was kind of like tight, but I had like different circles that I rolled with. Mm-hmm. And when those people would bring other people around, if I fuck with you and I jail with you like that, then that might lead to me like being in a space with you or hanging out with you some other way. But social media has made it like, I don't even got to go through that half the time. Like, you could just see a motherfucker on somebody else's friends list and be like, oh, you would you. But you know, I don't have that experience. I don't get approached in person. Rarely. Um, even in like friend groups and things like that, nobody leaves the, the kickback and says, who's the sexy guy with the dreads? Nobody says that. So if I, if I actually end up in like smashing a few of the homies, it literally is on like separate occasions. It just so happens that they're friends. Right. I don't really, um, 
I don't really stunt social media like that as far as like checking to see who's involved with who and all that good stuff. None of that shit doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like if I if you message me on Jack, I guarantee you I'm going to your page to see if you're attractive and that's it. If you message me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, I am doing the same. Fuck your friends. And if they're fine, I will fuck your friend. <laughs> Period. Listen. Okay. That's on mama. Hmm. Okay. Um, and that is a great segue into my next question. Uh, Which app is better for a hookup? Twitter or Jack? And why? I've never had a hookup either one, so Lord. Really? Mm-hmm. Never from Twitter or Jack? Never. Well, Twitter has Jacks, that's different. Okay. Well, you bet you got to get with the winning twi- get with the winning team because let me tell you, it'd be some bodies, some bellies, beards, and money behind them um freak profiles, <laughs> baby. And I'm gonna I leave it there. On, I hate on Twitter when the people befriend you and they have not one ounce of media themselves. Bitch, those that is so draining. I'm like, my God. Because you feel re- it, that feel real stalkerish to me. Like, bitch, what do you no? Like, why do I have to put no pick, no chat on Twitter? Twitter. On Twitter, of all things. Twitter. Um, but, you know, I will say for me, Twitter is, and only because on Jack, I don't take it really seriously. Um, you know, being in the Charlotte area for about 15 years, I've been looking at the same niggas 0.3 miles away for 15 years. <laughs> so <laughs> it's nothing there. But on Twitter, being exposed to different kinds of people, and um, Twitter fits my brand. Um, I kind of come across as the the boy next door with the freaky side. Right. I'm definitely a tease, and so getting when when people have access to that, um, and they see you in that light, you know, comical but slightly freaky, um, they get a better grasp of who you are, and they shoot their shot. Right. And um, Twitter has. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> you felt that <laughs> I, I I felt that Twitter has given me some moments but um and I definitely prefer Twitter over Jack any day um it's just any day like people that talk about it I, I feel like it seems like it's just easier mm-hmm. to work with Twitter than for Jack and being on the outside looking in because I've I've never had a hookup from either of them like I don't I feel like I've Probably been on Jack once in my life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't even for an extended period of time. I haven't been on apps in a long ass time. It's been a minute, but most people that, hear it. most people that talk about hooking up on Twitter as opposed to like Jacks and stuff, I see it, and I think that it's because Twitter is just more personable, and people are kind of like more free-flowing as opposed to the pressure of being on Jack, where it's like, motherfuckers know that this is what it is, we hit a hookup, and then you got all of these extra politics that come along with being on dating apps and shit like that, especially with the gays. You gotta go through all this fucking, the the fat phobia and the trans phobia and all this other pretentious-ass bullshit. Sidebar, this message is brought to you by a frustrated bottom. Talk about it. I understand that you are on the gay apps and you are looking to, you know, let the Lord use you for better life words. (laughs) (laughs) 
your being DL is not my problem. Oh, shit. If you hit me the fuck up, <laughs> if you cannot show me your face, my address is DL too. <laughs> I'm not going to play with y'all no fucking more. It is 2021. Yes. I'm not, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> this makes no fucking sense. It's irritating and I shouldn't have to deal with it. Okay? <laughs> if I ask you for one simple thing, but I can easily see your dick, your ass, or your torso, but you make me go through hell for your face, and then you want to act like it's not a thing. Bitch, attraction is a thing. Yes, I is. don't care what happens. If I'm not attracted to you, I'm not busting it open for you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cut the shit. Listen, I keep telling y'all, I don't, I ain't never... I've had one quote unquote DL man my entire life, and he wasn't really DL if you ask me. But I ain't got time for all that bullshit. So, two two points. So, okay. I've had DL men. Um, I love DL men. Mm-hmm. I prefer DL men, but not this new class definition of it. Because um, mm-hmm. when I was coming up in the days when BGC was brown and Coca-Cola yes. was the thing. Yeah. Um, DL didn't mean that you had a wife, five kids, a baby mama, a separate life. DL solely meant I'm discreet about who I'm dating. Right. And and it and it or who I'm interacting with. And it turned into this big ass fiasco. Um, and my take on that is, you know, you come out whenever you want to come out. Just show me the fucking picture. I ain't got shit to lose. Um, and I ain't got shit to gain <laughs> outing you. Uh, nothing. Because who are you? You're not exactly. important to me, sweetie. Um, and that aside, to, to Marlon's point, I think a lot of people prefer to use apps and things like Twitter to validate them wanting a sexual experience but not wanting to be perceived as a whore. Mm, go on to that something. Because it, it's like, it's almost like um, you're on Jack, like I said earlier, you know, you're doing the same thing that you are on Jack that you are on Twitter, right. but it's almost like they just want to be perceived differently. Right. And, you know, a lot of these gays, they get on these apps and they pretend like they don't have sex lives and, oh, my sex life is, my sex life is so dry. I'm so horny. One day sex for me, please. All of these things. And it, it's, it's not a reality. It, it, it's, it's not real. Right. It's a facade. And I don't know why people want to to buy into that or to pretend that they have any other interest besides in what is in between your legs to validate them wanting to fuck. Because mm. mm. I, I used to be, and I say that because I speak from personal experience, I used to be one of those people. I genuinely would have no interest in wanting, I don't want to know your favorite color, I don't want to know how many kids you got. If we can talk money, that's it. <laughs> We can talk to Corey. No, right. I just need to know if if you're gonna bite nipples or if you're gonna lick them, so I can say yes or no. Um, <laughs> but I used to be one of those people that would ask all of those questions just so I could tell myself, "All right, I made an uh, an attempt to get to know him. He sucked, but the sex was good, so I'm still not gonna call him back." When in actuality, I just wanted to fuck, and I, I feel mm. the same. I, I feel that that kind of dynamic happens between Jack and Twitter. It's just like on Jack, like they just don't want to be perceived as a whore. When in actuality, for myself, 
I've made more lasting friendships on Jack than I have on Twitter. Mm. Wow. That's deep. I, I don't get, so, I mean, I've had Jack, obviously, but I don't get hit up for hookups on Jack that often. These niggas be like, hey, how was your day? <laughs> this weather is something, isn't it? Like, and, and, and I go with it because, you know, I, I like that kind of dialogue, but more or less, it's, it, it depends on who you are, but Again, I just between Jack and Twitter, it, it doesn't really matter. You're doing it. Who cares how you get it? Yeah. But you just need to be honest with yourself and say, "Hey, I literally just want to fuck," and mm. that's okay. It's just alright to say you just want to fuck. It's all it's fine. Okay. You know, it's all it, it's the politics of slut shaming and what society uses as acceptable when it comes sex period the views of sex period in western culture is just fucking terrible because it's still taboo and everybody's fucking doing it i don't understand that we all doing this shit that's just like i keep looking at motherfuckers that want to try to shame people for having raw sex sweetie we all love it we stopped i thought we stopped that in the 90s Pause this still pause do that? Pause. Disclaimer: These are the the views, our personal opinions on it. This is not reflect the podcast as a brand. Okay. Again, these are our personal views. This is not the views of the podcast as a brand. Marlon, translation: continue. Me statements, and I'm saying it for all y'all. Since you won't say it for yourself, you like the raw shit, bitch. Let's keep it fucking real. Keep it fucking funky. I like to feel the thing. Listen. Condoms hurt. <laughs> <laughs> they really fucking hurt. It really hurt. It, Especially. I'm not, like, I'm not one of those people that is saying or using that lie to not use a condom like saying, oh, I'm allergic. No, no bitch, for real. I'm allergic. Like, Y'all don't have to feel that burning sensation sure. for three days after this. Uh-uh. I do. And it's like, you know, just stop fronting like you don't like raw sex. And if you're one of those people that don't, then kudos to you. But don't be trying to blow on me, bitch. Because I do. And I'm standing up in it. Like, be real with yourself. I'm also the same person that will tell you literally everything about me sexually as far as health. Do not do that. That part. <laughs> Which means that most of you are just out here trying to shame bitches about knowing what the fuck they like and knowing how to navigate it are the ones doing the shit on the low. And that's just on Mary having a little lame. Period. But that's a totally different story. Anyway, mm-hmm. we're going to move right along. Move it in. Hmm. Come on, come on, come on in. Mm-hmm. It's the Queen Supreme Court. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, tell me something that really grinds your gears about social hoes online. The girls that keep on complaining about... No, not even complaining about... The ones that consistently put up the same threads over and over again every fucking month. Talk about it. I'm sick of the would you date someone positive threads. Oh. I'm sick of the dick threads. I'm sick of the pretty ass threads. I'm sick of it. Y'all recycle the same threads every month. Every month. And y'all ain't doing shit but hoe hunting. 
literally that's all you're doing is you're looking for new hoes. You whoring. Just say that, sis. I mean, you know, it's fine. And it's and when someone actually pointed out, like, y'all really asked this question at least once a fucking month. Oh, <laughs> my God. I, I wouldn't even say once a month. I, I would go and say t- once every couple weeks, bro. I'm I'm tired. And it's like, sis, just say you're positive and you're looking for a date. It's nothing wrong with saying that. It's nothing wrong with saying that. It's like, nothing Because, wrong. again, as we've said before in previous episodes of shit, you gonna find more yeses than noes, honey. More. You really are. <laughs> you just are, and and like, it, you, it might take you a while to get there, but I'm here to tell you. You seventeen years in the game, bitch. You are gonna have more yeses than noes, and you are gonna have to be okay with it. And that's fine. And the noes you gonna have to be okay with too, because what the fuck? The noes is literally God's protection. You just want to go against God on strong. <laughs> You just want to go against him telling you to leave that man alone. <laughs> just don't do it. <laughs> They're like, God, show me the side to not deal with this. I'm showing you and you're ignoring it. Like, what the hell? <sighs> yeah. um, I would say the thing that pisses me off is the thirst trap with the captions that don't relate. Um, Talk about it. Sis, you are in your underwear with calf-length socks, and that's it. You are not posting about the hardwood floors. You are <laughs> not posting about the workout you just had. Just own it. Listen. Hey, I feel sexy as fuck. Period. I would like some attention. Give it to me. Baby. Baby. <sighs> New photo, who's this, would be more appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and one more fucking thing. These, I never seen a group of people whose pants are always splitting like the gays on Twitter. Y'all want to be thick so, so fucking bad. bad. And then two seconds later, post a picture talking about, I'm gaining weight. Girl, shut the fuck. Shut the fuck and buy pants in your size. I'm a part of the Thunder Thigh Committee, the Flush Pal um, Coalition. Bitch, y'all don't want to be thick. Y'all just want to be muscular fat. It's a difference between the two. Y'all tell me about it. Y'all will sit here and be like, oh, I'm looking thick. Bitch, you just gained weight and muscle. (laughs) What do you mean you're thick? If you have under a waist 32, sir, you are not thick in the slightest. Um, I would go as far as to say 36 and below, leave me alone. You, you Do are that, not thick. please. You are not thick. You have never experienced 18 Husky in your life. Oh, c- come on, Husky. You don't know what it's like to feel like the... You don't know what it's like to have your pants feel like it's stretching because the thighs were not made properly. Listen. The thigh part of it is just too tight. And see, that's what... That, that... Another great segue. Because mm. what grinds my gears mm. is pick me activity. I, I just I can't. First of all, all of you conventionally, quote unquote, conventionally attractive hoes mm. that be out here with the oh I just gained some runaway. Oh, I'm so fat, I'm trying to get sl- sweetie. Post your thirst trap and move. You don't need to move. You don't need a caption. 
You don't need people telling you in the comments that you look fine. Like, if you're looking for attention, honey, just post the photo and go. Now, post it with an emoji. On the flip side, as someone who who has been actually diagnosed um, with body dysmorphia, mm-hmm. and I, it, I, that line is kind of blurry. Okay. Because okay. for, for someone like me, especially with how I present myself, like not everybody gets to see me like y'all see me right now. Gut out, titty out. They see them filters. They see me at that angle where I have my love handle and my titty is sitting high and lifted up above the earth. <laughs> and they may assume that because of that, I'm getting all this attention and all that good stuff. It, at the end of the day, it's it has been about, it's never been about other people finding me attractive. Right. It's been about I don't find myself attractive. Got it. But, but on the, the flip side, but I do have my moments where I'm like, look at me, I do push-ups, lick my titties. <laughs> but say, but the, the thing is, Nori, you'll say that directly. <laughs> like, you find a way to directly say it. Yeah, true. <laughs> you directly yeah. say it. It's, it's a difference, because we all deal with it. Like, take, like truth moment, because we're here, whatever. I was going to post a video of doing the silhouette challenge. Body dysmorphia came into play mm. and said, bitch, that's not happening. Mm-mm. So it's very real. But at the same token, is a difference between actually dealing with body dysmorphia or literally just doing, pick, like he said, pick me. Act- or having a fucking insecurity. That grinds my gears. <sighs> It's, oh my God. You know what? In the crazy, the oh. it's another episode that we have to do about uh, insecurities, but it's a different level, not the sexual ones. But it's like you already know. You're if you know for a fact that you're insecure about a certain part of your body, why would you highlight it? Like, I, like I get why you would do it, but why would you highlight? I'm seeking validation. Like, it's not important. And furthermore, again, like. Y'all just got to get off of this dehumanizing shit. We all experience this shit in some shape, form, or fashion. We all have insecurities. We all have things that we would like to be way better. Like, just fucking stop. Be real with yourself and everybody else. Period. And so that way I won't have to see you complaining about it on Instagram. Thank you. Or Twitter. Or anywhere else. I appreciate it. All Thoroughly. All of it. Thoroughly. All of it. (laughs) Come on, Thoroughly. (laughs) All right. Have you ever been on the receiving end of social bullshit? Can you define that line? So have you ever been, and I didn't want to use this word, but maybe this will help. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been the victim of social bullshit? I'm always a victim. (laughs) I didn't want to use victim. Victim was very harsh, but I'm trying to drive a point. So, like, have you ever been in a situation where you were, like, either in the end unknowingly a part of some social host shit, or you were put in a situation where instead of you actively going out to do the social host shit, that you, the social host shit was done to you? Um, I have, and, well... If you're speaking in regard to social media, I have because all of, I only it. We say that, all of it. Well, I only say that because I'm not bold enough to actually approach people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very, very 
awkward when it comes to shit like that. Like, I'll be like, you have a fat ass. Also, do you prefer Jasmine over Brandy? Um, <laughs> like, it just it just never quite works out. So um, most of the times, if I do interact with someone, um, aside from my ex, they have approached me. Mm. Um, and I found that a lot of guys just approach me just to see if they can. Just to mm. see if I respond. Um, and that comes with that comes with the territory because I won't I won't pretend that I'm the most attractive thing on the block, but I also won't pretend that some people find me conventionally attractive. Right. Um, that they don't that they don't find me conventionally attractive. So with that being said, a lot of guys approach me, especially thicker men. It's almost like me expressing my love for thicker men and dating thicker men isn't enough. They have mm-hmm. to try and see if I will actually respond to them. And then when they do, and they find out that I'm literally just a nobody who minds his own business, drinks water, and masturbates to muscle bear <laughs> videos on my bister, <laughs> they're like, oh shit, I don't know what to do with this. Mm. Um, so, yeah, um, it's it's been a thing for me, and I've hated it at times, and also, if it's somebody that I'm interested in, I've absolutely loved it. It's 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 a tax you pay. If you want internet clout, it there's a tax. <laughs> yeah. Come on, tax. Yes. Well, maybe I've never been a victim of host of social host shit. Mm. I can honestly say I ha- I haven't that I know of. Hmm. That I know of. I mean, I kind of went through my little social host shit earlier with old dude because that was really a, a a scandalous situation, and for me. The issue that I have is, is that I'm people never approach me. It's very, very rare mm-hmm. because the story of my life has always been, oh, Marlon, you are very intimidating. Um, I saw you out. Yeah, like I see you out. You like you look real mean when you out. All this other stuff, and I'm just like, I hate those messages. But. I, as I've gotten older, I know what those things mean. Because essentially what it means is that you would really love to approach me, but you're afraid of rejection. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, I was like, I just coined it my bullshit blocker. Because my thing is, if, you don't, if you're afraid to approach me, then, then I dodge the bullet. Like, I'm trying to understand how anyone would be intimidated to approach you. That's because you know me. But even when you first met me, that's not my energy. It's never been. But you also met me in a an intimate social setting. This is true. So you were invited into my then home. Mm-hmm. So I'm already, and me being who I am, I'm already warm to people that are in my space. But I haven't just, seen, I'm sorry. I was no. going to say, I haven't seen you in a situation around people that you don't know mm-hmm. to even say if I would or wouldn't have. Because I know how we initially interacted online, um, everything was gravy from the get-go. Right. Um, but And even interacting with you in person, it's always been in a familiar setting. There's people around that love us, that care about us. Right. But out in public, I think the only time I've ever seen you is when we went out that one time. And even then, you were surrounded by people you <laughs> So I don't, I don't know if I would have or, or haven't. Yeah, it's just, you know, because my thing is, like, this is not running around smiling like the Joker, like a fucking psychopath. Like, what is that? Who does that? 
I'm just being me. Like the only time I've seen you uninviting is if you know in your mind that you don't care for that person. And again, who the fuck does it, bitch? If I don't like you, I'm giving you all of the no, 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 no. It's pretty. Well, first of all, <laughs> I'm sorry. Sidebar, this is just you. I know when you don't care for someone. It like with I'm sorry with most Libras, y'all just it's apparent. Y'all will not say it out loud. If I'm gangsta somebody. You will find a way to sneak and say it. And it's like if you didn't pick up on what was said, then you just ain't pick up on it. But the whole damn energy be off. The energy is all the way off with that. And all my bitches and all my bitches will know. They be like, bitch. Ain't no balance. Ain't no balance on a Libra scale. You don't like that person. Don't worry about it. I've handled it. Everybody else. (laughs) Bitches be like, hold on. Marla, let's go get a drink real quick. Okay. Green, all right. I don't uh uh. That's it right there. I don't like that hoe. That's it right there. No. <laughs> but but you, on, you know, what's funny is I've never, um, I don't think I'm unapproachable. Um, and I usually try not to, um, I try to be mindful of my body language, especially working in the hospitality field. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm always conscious of what I'm doing and how I'm smiling, upward inflections on the ends of phrases and all that good shit. But literally, when I was me mugging and when I wasn't, niggas still wasn't pulling up. <laughs> <laughs> I literally would go home like, bitch, am I ugly? Listen. People and I don't even love, love handle because it, it does what it wants to do on its own time. It jiggle more than the left one. Listen. Listen. It's somebody, it's somebody that's going to love that love handle and the way it jiggle back. Mm. And he do. <laughs> and do. And do. And do. All right. Okay, so last question. And this is going to be the juiciest. Oh, God. Tell me your grimiest social hoe story. Ooh. I'll go first. God, why would you ask that question? Yeah, because y'all know I'm with the shits. Um, so... Take a trip back in time. 18 year old Marlon. Uh-huh. Was I 18 or 19? Somewhere in there. Was working my first job back home in Chicago. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, this guy came into my restaurant. Whew. He was about six feet tall. Oh, come on, tall Draco. My complexion, maybe a little like like a half a shade darker. Big bright smile. Y'all know I like him thick. Uh, he played football and he was a wrestler. Great. So what's his at? <laughs> you hear you hear the sound effect I'm giving you right now. Right. What, what, what all the things thick in all the right places. Uh, we ended up dating. We fucked like rabbits all the time, and he was versatile. Oh. Which means you ain't had it. Oh shit! The dick and the ass was right. It was fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. We broke up. We stopped talking. Oh god! And I don't even remember why we broke up. It was probably something dumb. I was young. He was young. Whatever. Fast forward to like maybe two years later. I'm in the car with my crew. All my bitches. We on our way to the club. My bitches is for my bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot how he came up in conversation. Uh-huh. 
but I was I think I was talking about like how I missed him, how like the ass was good, all that shit, yada yada yada. There are five of us in the car, including myself. Okay. Why did I find out that night in the car on the way to the club that everybody had them? After we broke up. No, you thought you wait, you dated the community property? No, he apparently he was community property after we broke up. Like everybody went got got them a piece. <coughs> and in that moment, <coughs> I felt some kind of way because these are my, like these are my bitches. Like we've been friends since high school. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, mm. I didn't know how to feel. I really didn't know how to feel. Like, it felt like... That, I would question my friends at that point. And I I, I just kind of you needed to go. I just... I, mm. Did they know that you dated him? Yes! yes. They met him through me. Oh, no, baby. Fight. <laughs> I'm sorry, because that's a, that's a different level of disrespect. But right now, 38-year-old Marlon is like, whatever. Because, again, we're both young. We were all young as shit at that time. We weren't in a deep, deep relationship. And if I'm looking back at it for what it's worth, <laughs> he was a great sex buddy. Like, we have feelings for each other, but at the end of it all... We was just hunching on each other. So I was like, can I be like Superman? Not really. You and young. Not really. And then my mindset now, I have a whole new, a different vantage point on friends, fucking people that you've been with, blah, 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 and all that other stuff. But that's another episode. And another Baby. Because I'm about to go <sighs> there now. Right. Go We're there. not going to go there now. now. We're not going to go there now. That that question will come up in another uh, part of our whole series, but yes. The sad part is I have options for this. See, pick one, bitch, because I got that part. It's just a couple that I won't tell. tell I'm gonna tell it because nobody can beat me up. Listen, I can't tell the most recent one. Mm -mm, This is go in, but child, here you go. Come on, give it to me, Lenithia. Give it to me. Um. You know, this is back in the time when I really just wasn't shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna preface it off of that because we are going back almost over five years ago. Watch, bitch. <laughs> yes. Okay. This bitch. <laughs> Sidebar. Uh. Anywho, so at the time I was in a relationship, mm-hmm. and I ha- it was this one like my friend's boyfriend had decided to find his way to my jacks. Now, I'm going to say that again so we all can have full disclosure on what I just said. Because I know I heard it, but... My friend's boyfriend found his way to my jacks. Okay. And basically said, and I um, basically said, for better lack of words, that he was very interested and that I should unlock my pictures. Mm. Reluctantly, so I did. Mm-hmm. 
Come on, reluctantly. Right. <laughs> I don't really want to, but you know, I'm, 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 I'm always a bitch that's gonna flirt with danger. The mature me now won't do it as much, but I always flirt with danger. It's mm-hmm. fun for me. Anywho, judge m- your mama, not me. Mm-hmm. So, long story short, I went. To, I took this person home, and. Mm-hmm. This person had me bent like a pretzel on a on a couch. Come on, and was taking this bunch of cat like it was long to him. Mm-hmm. Um, this happened for some time. Oh, it became steamy. Mm-hmm. To the point where our boyfriends knew that it happened. Oh, bitch! Not so I got caught up. Our boyfriends knew it happened, and the sad part is. Bitch. (laughs) He had husband dick. I can't help it. He had husband dick. Husband dick is lethal. Husband is dangerous. It is the perfect amount of length and girth. Run, bitch. If you run into husband dick, you're about to get addicted, especially if that motherfucker know how to use it. Bitch. Yeah. You'll be caught. Yeah. It be doing that. Yeah. It be doing that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, stand up, Vito. Go ahead, come on, tell the world your story, girl. Um. So, picture it, Sicily, 2019. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> so, long story short, I met this guy at a friend of mine's concert. The guy was staring at me the whole time, and he looked like another Facebook friend of mine. And I was like, "Is that him? I don't know." Blah blah blah. So a friend of mine, I asked, I said, that guy is staring at me. Mm-hmm. Um, who that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had really pretty feet. Mm-hmm. And that got me. Because I'm not a feet person, but I, but I will stare at some pretty feet. But more or less. Um, so he's like, well, since y'all want to introduce y'all to each other, this is Nori. This is Boomcat. That's what I'm calling Boomcat. So me and Boomcat exchanged information. Um, We ended up going on a date like a week later. And he was just like, I'm going to be really honest. I really like you. But I'm kind of in something right now. And I was like, what do you mean by in something? Um, And he was like, well, me and my ex broke up, but we still live together. And I said, oh, you're a homosexual. That's fine. We've all been there. I mean, if you live with somebody, it's a thing. You break up. Ain't none of, I mean, we millennials and half us ain't even really got no good savings. Let's be honest. Not, a, not all of us have money to just pick up and move. Right. So I was like, all right, cool. So we continued to talk on the phone. He fell off the face of the earth for like, I want to say like maybe three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I was completely unbothered because I'm an active dater. Like when I'm single and I'm dating, I, I date more than one person and, and be okay with that shit because I'm That's just options. So, but more or less, um, he calls me up one day and he was like, "Hey, I had a lot of a lot going on. If you still want to talk to me, please give me the opportunity." I'm like, "Sure, whatever." So he's like, "Well, my family's going bowling. Will you come?" And I was like, "This literally went from one day to kissing in the park to nothing to bowling with my family." And I'm like. Okay, cool. So the whole time he's like literally 
rubbing his lit hands on my leg and just comfortable with the PDA. And I'm like, I thought I was coming here as a friend and you're presenting me to these people as a boo thing. I don't know what to do, but more or less, I went along with it. Right. That night, um, he came back to my place and I've had probably top 20, one of the most top 20 sexual experiences, one of the best top 20 sexual experiences I've ever had. So, um, he's still interacting with whatever, his ex or whatever, and I paid it dust because I'm like, as long as you're not together, um, I'm not going to be an active homewrecker. If y'all were together, that's different. I'm not doing it. Yeah. If you're not together, I'm okay with that because this isn't that serious, but I was interested. Like, I guess there was no, we didn't define anything. Right. So, my friends knew about it because obviously this was my um, brother's uh, concert. So he saw me staring at the guy. He saw the guy staring at me, all that good stuff. So I want to say uh, two weeks after we fucked, um, I'm at my best friend Nick's house. And this friend walks in and says, sits down and we're laughing and kikiing and talking and or whatever. And he was like, oh, I meant to tell you I ate Boomcat's ass. And I was like, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, what? <laughs> um, and he was like, "Yeah, I just wanted to come forth and tell you about it." And the more, like, I kind of left it alone there, except I said, "Did he tell you we fucked? Right. Did he tell you he begged for it?" Oh, mm. did he? Um, mm. Did he tell you that? But uh, no, apparently I wasn't the topic of discussion, which was a lie. Um, but more or less, um that kind of caused a rift between me and that friend because I was like, you know what? I understand it, it, it's been multiple guys that I've dated or talked to right. that I haven't become official with. And this guy, this particular friend always ends up talking to these people. Mm. And I've never understood how you just always find yourself in situations where you're talking to someone that I've dated. Right. There have been times in the past where, like, he would tell me that an ex of mine or somebody that I fooled around with in the past hit him up, and I contact the ex, like, yo, don't do that. I don't give a fuck what you do. We're good. We don't have, but please don't bring any drama in my circle. Right? Right. I, don't, I don't like that. I'm, I don't care about you. I'm trying to protect what we have because we have a brotherhood, and I don't want anything to cause a rift. But more or less, the more I thought about it, I just sat and thought about the consistency in which he would go after guys that I've dated and talked to. Right. And to this day, we are not really friends. Mm. And like when I tell you, like this was my brother, like we lived together. I li- I was down and out and lived with him when I ain't had no money. He was down and out and lived with me when I had no money. Man had a key to my apartment. He lived directly under me at one point. We we literally had been through it. But it was kind of one of those things where, like, you know, when you love people, my problem is I'm so outspoken and all that good jazz. When it comes to people that I love, I'm really docile because I don't want confrontation with them and I don't want to hurt them. Um, But um, I realized, I was like, you know what, at the end of the day, like, all of our friends kept trying to say we should resume our friendship. And I said, no. And they're like, why? Y'all got this history. You're going to let another nigga come between? And I was like, no, here's the thing. When he told me how it all went down, because it was almost like he was bragging about 
Yeah. His energy was like, <clears throat> like I pulled somebody you pulled, like we were in the same league. And side note, a lot of this deals with social media because he's known me and seen me at my lowest and my weakest. Mm-hmm. He didn't understand the amount of attention that I got. He didn't oh. know, as if it was for him to understand. Right. So that aside, I, I told him, I said, you know what? You willingly walked into a situation that you knew would hurt me. And it wasn't one of those situations where y'all end up hanging out and then one thing leads to another. Y'all discussed sexual preferences before even pulling up. Right. So y'all knew what y'all were coming to. You knew y'all what you knew. Were right. And to this day, they are still actively dating. Um, oh. Yeah, to this day, they're still actively dating, and we have a very tight-knit group of friends, so I see... I would say he's an associate now, because if somebody tried to jump him, I'd still jump in and, and, and bop, bop, bop. Right. Pretty much. As far as, like, brotherhood, no, we're not there. As far as, like, friendship, we're not even there. It's just associates. We hang around the same circle. We see each other. I see the guy that he's dating, well, Boomcat, all the fucking time when I go over. But um, it's just one of those things where I was just like, you know what? What he went through with that nigga? (laughs) 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 You got a nigga contemplating you going into an open relationship because he can't keep his legs closed. Okay, Sam. You, that's, in the words of Lanithia Leaks, you never win when you play dirty. And you won. You want to hope. Well. And that's where we are. Play um, stupid games, win stupid prizes. And he won. Yeah. He won. Well. I guess in that situation, like, I kept trying to re- re- reiterate to people, like, it's never about the man itself. It's always about you willingly walked into a situation that you knew would hurt me and then told me afterwards, like, it, like, like all is well with the world because you told me. Mm. That doesn't negate the fact that you're a conniving, manipulative son of a bitch. Mm. Well, not son of a bitch, because I love his mama to death. She's such a <laughs> star. Um, she really is. A, I love her. I was about to say her name, but I right. love her death. But yeah, that's my social story. Woo. That was grimy, child. That was grimy as fuck. It was yeah. grimy as fuck. Yes, but, it was. You know, all is well. I'm, I'm living, I'm happily dating there experiencing whatever they're going through. Right. Um, I can't relate. Don't know that story. <laughs> okay. Um, it's not my ministry. At the, at the end of the day, I love them both. Like, right. they're, they're both incredible human beings. What happened, happened. We're not for each other as far as friendship is concerned, but I mm. still love them both. That's it. And you keep it moving. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, that is the end of the Social Host series. We want to thank Nori for joining us today. Do you think I am? (laughs) (laughs) But right before we go, we want to um, definitely leave everybody with a nice whole tip. So I want each one of us to give our whole listeners a social whole tip today. Give our listeners a social whole tip, which I got. My whole tip is this. Okay. When somebody posts a sexy picture and you want to shoot your shot, wait two to five business days so they know it's just not physical attraction. Okay. If you're really trying to get to know this person and you're trying to get in there, 
don't don't slide in that DM immediately after they post that thirst trap saying, what's up, big head? Give it two to five business days and then mention a tweet or something. I love that tweet. It was amazing. I love how you talk about fat phobia. It's amazing. <laughs> and then get in their draws. The work. Pretty much. Work. What you got? Yeah. Uh, on your hoe. Yes, on your hoe. I'm going to get back to this. On your hoe. We are all sexual beings. We were created from a sexual experience or a situation. Mm -hmm. On your hoe. Stop slut-shaming people because you don't understand it. Slut-shaming is ghetto. It is not the way. And it's just ghetto. Own your hoe. Be a hoe. If if you're a hoe, be a proud hoe. Be good at it. Shit. But just own your hoedom. Yes. That's all Aggie. Yes, please do. Um, my social hoe tip for the folks. Don't be messy. Don't. It's don't. just not fucking worth it. Don't be don't. messy, child. Like, people out here doing really scandalous things, and it's unnecessary. You ain't got to be out here being messy with your shit on the gram and on the Twitters. Don't be messy. Don't. It's get out. Do your shit and do it right. Yeah. All right, y'all. <sighs> and that's it. We will holler at y'all hoes on the laters. Bye. Bye. Bye.